So you want to get into it for the show? Sure. Not name, not name any names unless you want to name names. <laughs> we, we, we could if you want. I don't care. It's not like, hey, I have all my art. <laughs> so. Okay. Not like he's, what's he going to do? Withhold more art from me? Well, I feel as though this is a way for you to be entrapped, right? Right. With all these carrots being dangled in front of you. <laughs> so, you know, obviously we here, Longbox Heroes, have a Patreon, I think. Some of the other shows have Patreons as well. Um, I think Puzzle Warriors 3 has one. I think Profane Arguments have one. They do the thing where, like, oh, we're going to have Discord up while we record and be distracted by people in Discord all the time, right? Right. But I think that's because they record through Discord as well. I'll take your word for it. Right. Yeah, I'm aware that you could do this. I just like doing things our old man way. Mm-hmm. With little to no distractions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some of the other shows have said, oh, we're going to get a Patreon going, and they never do. So maybe, I don't know, maybe this is an option that they could look into because there's another thing uh, that Todd brought to my attention that a comic creator was using called Gum Road, right? Right. So um, on this Gum Road, essentially it's used for three things currently, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say four. Okay. Uh, one is like a, a catch-all for their email mailing list, right? Okay. Uh, you know, you hit the thing and you're you put your email address in and you're gonna get notifications on whenever he puts up posts, right? Mm-hmm. And he put up a post that starts with I'm lazy and I'm an idiot, and I, I really could have just stopped there. What? Now this is not the Rob. I just wanna let you know, because we would just come right out and say it's the Rob, right? Right. And he goes into a whole thing about selling things on Gumroad. And I've bought things off other creators from Gumroad in the past. It seems like it is uh, a very easy interface for a lot of lower-end creators. And I'm not saying that in any way, shape, or form. But, like, these are not people that have been in the business for 30 years uh, doing stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So he mentions uh, he listened to a Bill Burr podcast. Where Bill Burr said you could have a much better living selling 22,000 copies of something you control than 20,000 copies of someone that's uh, something else that somebody else controls, right? Right. Um, and he talks about how he learned that Gumroad sells comics digitally and that appealed to it because he doesn't need anyone's permissions uh, to get his stuff out there. It doesn't have to go through an editor or a publisher or approved by Comixology when he... When he's ready to go, uh, he could do what he wants, put it out when it's done, emphasis <laughs> on that, and have each issue be as long as it needs to be to tell the story. Now he mentions Kickstarter could be an option. He's like, but that's where the laziness comes in. Uh, he goes, I don't want to deal with the pre-ordering, the printing, the shipping, all that other stuff, right? Where right. other creators like Jimmy Palmiotti, whose name we'll mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, has Kickstarter down to almost like a science, right? Yeah. Um, so this creator says that he is going to put some of his other stuff uh, that he has available um, to you 
Now, as part of this, as Gumroad, you could have what's called like almost like a subscription service, right? Mm-hmm. Where for $5 a month, uh, you could be a member of the Mary Magster Society. I don't even know what that means. Okay. Uh, well, welcome, friends, to the Mary Magster Society. Yeah, that's the best I've got. I don't... It's a, mem- it's a membership, kind of like a Patreon. But more importantly, it's now the venue for me to do my creator-owned stuff. I'll be sharing works with you, uh, progress blogging, videos, all kinds of stuff. Stuff. I'm genuinely excited to see where this goes. Come along if you dare. Now, that sounds like a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's $5 a month. Like I said, no tears for me. Every society member is equal. Each member gets 15% off all items in the store. Uh, plus, I'll be putting up process pages and videos for members only. Maybe some wise-ass blogging. Who knows? I'm just getting started. The other thing that he has is that you can buy shirts and mug- and coffee mugs mm-hmm. uh, with some of his designs on them, right? Right. Um, some sort of, like, uh, devil man saying, do I look like I've had my coffee? Uh, a purple space lady... And then a stoned alien. Oh. Yes. Oh. So, oh. how many of these am I putting you down for, Todd? Absolutely zero. NFT, not for Todd. Okay. So, Todd brings this up to me at, like, the end of my day. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this, but... I, I just thought you might like to see this. That's I, all you... You know he's a he's a fan favorite of mine, and, and I'm like, and you were always interested in how he was doing and how we were doing. Um, so I was like, let me just forward this along. Also, this is the same artist that on his Twitter has said that he has decided that he's going to get rid of like commissions like altogether. And if you get one from him at a con, he's going to do it on his Wacom tablet digitally, then print it out sign it and then erase the file so you have the only one once again i was like nft Uh, so i was gonna say as a person who cares about art and things like that what are your feelings on that oh i hate obviously that's a no-go for you i hate that idea and once again i do whatever you want with your business you know what i mean like he's but for many other reasons he would that would never get a penny of my money Mm-hmm. Just it's I'm like well, a printout. I could just print out any of your art offline and yeah. have and have it. What good is that to me? Put pencil to paper and we'll talk. You know, for sure. So, um, so this feels like a way to get people to sign up for his mailing list at five dollars a clip. I, I agree to a point. But he does have, because I watch him, he does have like stuff done and creator own projects that I've talked to him about. And I do think he wants to do it, but I do think, um, I don't think he legitimately wants to scam people out of his five, the $5. He wants to give them something, but he, in the end, he'll end up scamming people out of their $5 because he'll go, oh, I have their $5 um, and I should put something out. But he's the artist equivalent of Towley from South Park. Oh, I'm going to draw this creator thing. But first, maybe I should get a little high. 
You know what I mean? Maybe I should do a, this edible that's in my pocket. Or maybe I should do two edibles that are in both pockets. And then, oh, I was supposed to draw that. Maybe tomorrow. But once again, they'll still have his $5. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, I don't think it's going to go well is what I'm saying. So here's what I'm going to do, Todd. And You're again, I'm glad, you did, I'm glad you pointed this out to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put something in my phone. Yep. To check this. And again, I'm not going to be crazy, right? I'm not going to be like, oh, he doesn't have something up tomorrow. I knew he was a, a scam artist, right? An opportunist, Joe. My apology. An opportunist. I'm going to put something in my phone for six months from now. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see what the blog and the Gumroad and the merch site and the everything else looks like six months from now. I think six months is enough time to maybe get a thing out, right? Right. And just so you know, that blog was up since the beginning of May. Okay, but well, listen, op- I, I only found out about it today. That's because for the guy who had it on his gumdrop road or whatever yeah. it was, he uh, he only tweeted it out and Facebooked it today. So, but first, he had to get a little high, Joe. <laughs> so Priorities, Todd, priorities. I'll never forget seeing him at a con, and I was going to go over and talk to him about, like, you know, hey, art. I won't say what art, but art. And I could see him pulling the tinfoil out of his pocket and breaking off a piece, <laughs> putting it in his mouth. And I was like, I'll come back later. And then doing that, like the hand wipe, like, oh, that was tasty. That was good. I was like, oh, good for you. So how's everything else going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, had it. Had a wonderful, you know, interaction this morning at the bagel place. Oh, yes. You saw a former Intercontinental Champion, World Wrestling Entertainment Hall of Famer, the Magnificent One, the Prince of Darkness, friend of the show, uh, the Boars, one of his several biological fathers, Don Morocco. That's right. I saw a Don Morocco. (laughs) What are the odds? Like I said, it's not like Don Morocco is like this common name, you know? Right, right. Um, now, see, this is the difference between me and you. Mm-hmm. You tweet out the picture and you're like, oh, I saw the magnificent one, you know? Mm-hmm. I would have went up to him and I would have said, excuse me. <laughs> this is a bit presumptuous, but do you know there's a world famous professional wrestler named Don Morocco? And I see bet. what the guy said. I bet you he does. I mean, you can't go, you can't be as old as he is and go through life and not anybody call him Don Morocco. The magnificent one, the Prince of Darkness, former Intercontinental Champion. Do you know you inspired Mick Foley to be a professional wrestler when Jimmy Snooka Fly Snooka jumped off the cage at Madison Square Garden on you? Oh. All I have to say is I love the fact that I put it up. And I'm pretty sure you were in on the joke, Joe. You were one of them. But I like the fact that it now has over 50 likes and a bunch of retweets. Yeah, listen. And my phone is still blowing up. And only like, I think that like of those 50 likes, only like four have put forward that they got it. And the rest, I think, didn't even look at the picture. or just like, oh, cool. Don Morocco is in a bagel shop. And I love that. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Because I wasn't even going to say anything. But, like, you know, most of these, you know, 50 people probably don't listen to the show. But I was like, 
I, as soon as you retweeted, I said, this is going to blow up for me. And it did. And there's like one guy, he's like, I, he sent me a picture. He's like, this is uh, the real Don the Rock uh, uh, Morocco. And I'm like, I'm not, I am no selling everyone that comes at me with my guy isn't the real one. <sighs> I, I could see if he ever comes in again, I'll get you an interview for A Todd's with wrestling. Oh, shit. Did I miss a porch talk today? Yeah. Son of a bitch. It was a porch talk today. Didn't bring up, uh, 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 he didn't put Don Morocco in the, in the, in the, uh, the explanation, but there was a lot of good stuff. I still think he should add a monocle to his gimmick as a, as an announcer. It'd look good on him. <laughs> I'm just looking at all of your replies and so forth. <laughs> My favorite one was the real diesel and, uh, uh, Razor Ramon, that was yes. my favorite. Yes. I'm pretty sure that the guy who's, uh, who's, uh, what is it, Diesel, is that Tim from Final Resting Place? No! I thought they were superimposed. I thought it was Marcus and Tim's head on those. No! It would have been awesome. You? How dare I? I? I know Marcus would kill to be real Diesel, not fake oh. Diesel. What? Well, but, uh, we would he only attempted murder to be fake Diesel? <laughs> but fake Diesel is real Kane. Oh, wow. Okay. See, you brought, listen, you're the one who brought up the wrestling. Well, come on. It was a good joke about Don Morocco. It was. So and, I, this, this last happens from time to time where, like, somebody, a, a friend of mine will tweet something out and I'll, I'll, I'll retweet it, right? I, sometimes I'll quote tweet it. More times than not, I'll just retweet it. And then they'll message me and they're like, God damn it, the Smosto bump worked against me today. Because now so-and-so retweeted my tweet. Because you retweeted my tweet and that person doesn't follow me and I don't follow them, but I know they have a big audience. And they pick up something of yours and now I got to deal with their shit. <laughs> yep. And, and my thing was, because I put it out there. Um, I only know two things. Oh, oh, three things. I learned something else. Um, it was like, is Don Morocco uh, is the magnificent one? Because you you said that. Two, I know he did a very famous promo with Donuts with uh, yes. with uh, uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. And three, I know he, uh, in one of the famous, what's the over-the-top rope matches when there's a hundred of you? Battle Royal. Battle Royal or Royal Rumble or whatever that he uh, he he skinned the cat in that once according to somebody. Uh he may have. <laughs> right. Adam told me to say he skinned the cat. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but he explained it to me. So that's all I know. So when everybody was coming at me, I'm like, that's all I know. So if I had known a little bit more, I would have like put out things, but I was like, the only thing I could do is blow this. I, I learned, like, sometimes I learned my limitations. And the other thing that I really liked about it was because I ended up, like, looking up a picture of, like, current Don Morocco. And I'm like, it's not like they look alike. But if you just look at the picture really quick, it's not like he's a black guy or a woman. Yeah. You're just like, oh, that he saw Don Morocco. I'm not even going to look at it. He's in shorts. It must be Don Morocco. If, if only there was a way that you could have made the picture, like, blurry somehow. <laughs> right, but no, I like it straight clear because it shows me p how much people do not pay attention. So that was that was the highlight of my day, was screwing I around on Twitter with Don Morocco bullshit. <laughs>
Where the hell was I when Porch Talk went live? It was a busy day today. I'm sorry. Today oh, was well, fake. Today was fake Monday. So true. It was fake Monday. Uh, uh, your co-host stopped over to get his Funko Pops that were in the back of my truck. So oh. we just sat down and had a had an impromptu one, and then he put out. It had to be like three or four o'clock that he put out because he left before he sent the tweet. When he usually sends the tweet because he he asked me what we talked about. You know what I mean? Like. Because it's all real stuff that's that's mentioned. There's no embellishment. No, no, listen, I understand. I just have to do the episode now, you know? That's fine. That's fine. No, I don't like, pay attention to when you put it out on Longmark. Yeah, I, I know you don't care, but... You'll get, you know, you'll get heat from your from your co-host. But come on. You know, I, I started the bit, so the bit needs to continue. That's right. You got swept up, Joe. Yeah. So uh, I see a bunch of the things that were discussed here on Porch Talk this week. Again, I'll listen to it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But uh, how's cons- how's my wall doing, Todd? Um, the uh, I tweeted out a picture of it. People were speculating that it might be the check from the uh, insurance company, and it was. It the uh, we got the check from the insurance company. I deposited it in my father his father's account. The check cleared. So we are at that point now where I am done with the insurance company. And like I said, now it's more, it's more out of, I'm a less hands-on now because my father's getting the people he wants to do construction and has to figure out two different ways the way he wants to go because there's like to put the door on the overhead door electric door you either have to the door isn't wide enough so you have to frame it he either wants to frame it with wood or brick and he wants to see what like he has to look in to see which one's going to be cheaper because this didn't like i said when it came time to put the overhead door in we were like they're not going to cover the whole overhead door they're just going to cover what it would cost to replace the wall as is and we have to add. So now we're doing estimates that we we're not even going to waste our time before because uh, labor and goods are going up so fast in the pandemic that. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I heard this weekend people can't even refinish their decks and so forth because of uh, wood prices. Right. So we're not we're like, ah, let's look into it now, you know, because we at least need if we if we redo it with all wood. Uh, you need a lot more wood, obviously, but he's thinking about seeing if we could save some of the brick or buy well, how much brick. It's you know what I mean. It's Apple. It's it's comparing, and that's going to take a while. So I don't know when I'll have an update for you. So I don't know if this is going to be a weekly thing now, you uh, because it's out of my hands. Um. Hmm. But the way I look at it is, you got to the point that you wanted that it all closed out with the insurance company. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wall being fixed, it will get fixed. It's just a matter of what way we're going to do it. So. Right. Listen, I'm just happy that you have your check and, you know, you're, you're as, like, right. So uh, what you said is correct. It was the insurance part and that sort of thing that I was more concerned about for reasons. And now that that part's done... There's nothing really more I can do. Right. Now your advice. Not not that I could do anything in the first place other than lament about it. Right, right. But now you can come over and help knock down the wall. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Oh, yeah, there's something we have to talk about off air. I forgot. 
I'll drive a car into it and knock it down, and then that starts the whole insurance game again, you know? Oh, cool. We could do that. Yeah. But, so there you go. So that's, I'm glad you're happy with my situation. I am. I am. But again, I'm sorry I missed Porch Talk when it went live. You're a monster, Joe. I should put a reminder for myself. You know what? I'll send you. I'll send you any time it goes that I know it's going live. Yeah. The, well, no, I could set a reminder. You know, add like get the notification when it tweets. You know. Yeah, it's not like we're we're blowing up porch talks. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It's a very you know secluded area. The porch talk Twitter. But that's it. Nothing else happened. No, I've had a you know, you know, just a down couple of days. You know, with you know rain and you know Memorial Day. Yeah. So, yeah. you you do anything besides having your big old birthday? Yeah, yeah. Listen, it was my birthday on Monday. Yeah. And I'm in those one of years where I have to question how old I am. I'm there. I'm there. I know what you're talking about. You know, like uh, 41, 42, you know, 40, 41, 42, I know what it is. 43 was a, an even number with the subtraction multiplication. And as I was leading up to my birthday this week, I'm like, I'm turning 44. I have to question it. But yes, 44. I'm not a birthday guy. I mentioned on Twitter. I do thank everyone for uh the birthday wishes and so forth and it's not like i'm some sort of like birthday scrooge or something you are birthday scrooge but go ahead not a birthday scrooge because like i like doing the things that i like to do for my birthday Mm -hmm. and i don't like to burden the rest of the world with my birthday right if you choose to burden yourself with my birthday, then I greatly appreciate you doing so. But like Saturday night, we went out somewhere uh, to a local uh, eatery, not a chain restaurant place. Right. And I got like a giant burger. Mm-hmm. That was my gift to me. Nice. For my birthday. I wanted to go out to this place that we hadn't been to well before the pandemic because we had taken Ace there a couple times when he was little. And he didn't like it, blah, blah, blah. And Asa actually there got a mac and cheese sandwich where the filling of the mac and cheese sandwich was pierogies. And how did he like it? He loved it. Well, there you go. See, I'm glad that you, for your birthday, got to pick where you wanted to eat. Yeah. Like, that's the least that they could do for you, you know? So Right. That's what I like to see. And I, I, I saw, I did not wish you a happy birthday on Twitter. Because right. uh, I didn't want to blow up your spot because I know you're a birthday Scrooge, regardless of whatever you said. So I was kind of like, I'm going to let this play out and see how far it goes. And then I saw it on Facebook. And then I was like, all right. So then it creeped over to Twitter. And I'm like, wasn't me. So, But I'm going to belate it here. I believe in personal happy mm-hmm. birthdays, Joe. So happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So I have something for you. Okay. That I technically can give to you for your birthday. Right. Which is far and away, way, way off. Right. Yeah. But go ahead. Right. 
many, many moons away, at least six to five, depending on when you're listening to this. Right. Um, but the plan was to sit on it for Christmas. Okay. So I think I might just wait until Christmas unless we cross paths. To, like, is there a chance we're going to cross paths on Wednesday? Yes, because all the half the books didn't come. So I'd say I waited. Oh, that's right. Okay. It won't Great. be wrapped. What? It won't be wrapped. Look who you're talking to. Put it in a paper bag, baby. It, it already kind of is. Well, good. Is it a signed photo of the boar? No, it is not a signed photo of the boar. <laughs> My not new a favorite wrestler? What? And it's not a lock of his hair. Oh, his Pat Mahomes hair. I don't care what anybody says. He's trying to look like Pat Mahomes. And Pat hates when you call him Pat. It's Patrick. But I call him because I'm a Raiders fan. It's Pat Mahomes. So I don't know if... So this is the test if the boar listens to this podcast, right? <laughs> right, right. Because I know there's a lot of people, and I very much appreciate it, that like retweet the stuff that goes live and stuff that I do and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I, I get, you know, the comic book stuff may not be in your wheelhouse or the wrestling stuff may not be in your wheelhouse, but After Dark is kind of like a freewheeling show. So I'm going to just say this, okay? I'm going to say Jungle Cruise. <laughs> okay. That's something in code. <laughs> maybe maybe one person more than the boar knows it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'll know that the boar listened to the podcast this week. Okay. Because he'll send me a message that says, I heard what you said on After Dark this week. <laughs> oh. And then we'll have a good laugh. Okay. And I can't say anything more because it'll get me. I don't want to be incriminated in any crimes or anything. Right. Because isn't, isn't the boy the second biggest kayfabe and motherfucker, or is he the third? No, no. He's. Uh, huh. Because I know who's number one. Number one is Mantis. Right. Number two is Jerry. <laughs> That's right. Gerald, yes. A.K.A. Jerry, a.k.a. Stan Malibu. <laughs> right. And I thought, I thought uh, our good buddy, the boar. I'm going to say my good buddy now because we became closer after LeVac. Um, uh, so he plays fast and loose with it. Yes, yes. That's all I'll say. And that's it, it's good that a lot of guys like him kind of play a little bit more fast and loose with it. Mm -hmm. My friend Logan does the same thing. My friends Chris and Louie do the same thing. Uh, they were at Friday night uh, LVAC, the Green Face Monster guys. Oh, yeah, I know who they are. They're the, the, they're the, the guys who own the bar in Scranton, the Bartari. Yes. Uh, they play fast and loose with it these days, and I think that's more or less the way that it should be. Right. I, I like the fact that Mantis is such a kayfaber that he was willing to let his laptop get wet until he could find his hat to come out. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. That's my favorite thing about the last day of breaking down for LeVac. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I told that story, so... You did. Oh, good. I'm sorry. I, I'll say it again because I loved it. It's okay. <laughs> so I'll have to bring your gift with you when I see you. All right. Now I feel like I have to get you a birthday gift. No, 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 no. This is just one of those things that, like, it's been sitting in my room for, like, a month. 
Right. Is it a bag of kettle corn popcorn? No, no. Okay. That don't last them. That don't last them week, let alone a month. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's it, I think. Um, you want? Oh, you know what? Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show with that artist's gum road and his Patreon <laughs> and the Kickstarter and all that sort of things. Right. Maybe you were a five dollar and up Patreon, and maybe you're listening to this early, and uh, you already know this information. Because at any level of the Patreon, you get the bonus shows, uh, previewing the past, where Todd and I look at uh, that month, 30 years ago's previews, kind of look at the way the world, we're getting ready to record June of 1991, which is the solicitation for X-Men number one by Jim Lee and Chris Claremont, a book to this day that still holds the record for the most copies sold. That's right. It only beat X-Force one. To get there. Right. And X-Force 1 did it with no gimmicks. Definitely what? didn't have five different polybag cards. Oh. I have to see if I have to bring up a price about getting those cards signed. But anyway. But we also do six never seen movies. Uh, we just got done with Ed Wood uh, for the month of June. We'll be watching Todd's assignment, which is Damnation Alley from 1977. <laughs> Right. Everybody remembers that movie. George Papard, Jan Michael Vincent. Right, all your favorites. Right, the Roadmaster, the Truckmasters. You'll see it when, when you watch it. So I always like to tease it here on After Dark, of course, you know, just in case, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you're intrigued and want to plunk down your dollar a month and get the two bonus shows. You want to get the $5 limit, get After Dark early, get things in the correct listening order. Um... And just, uh, you know, help us out any way you can. We greatly appreciate it. Like I said, we like to give you something for your money. We don't want to just say, hey, give us five bucks a month and maybe someday eventually I'll do something, you know? That's right. We won't gum up your road or anything like right. that. All right. So thank you very much uh, for listening to Long Box Heroes After Dark, number 342. And uh, we'll see you all here next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.